When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on vocnation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, vocnation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at vocnation. Hey, this is the Olympic gold medalist and TNA superstar Kurt Angle. And you're listening to In The Room, the best talk show that you can hear. That's right, it's time for your favorite ASL. Welcome back, everybody. It's In The Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com, and uh, your favorite podcast provider as well, Brady Hicks here. We're, uh, we're less than a month until the drunken episode of In The Room. That's uh, December 27th for those who are keeping score at home. I hope everyone had a blessed Thanksgiving, and as the as we gear up for Christmas, I, it's going to get more and more exciting around here. I can just feel it. Uh, like I said, Brady Hicks here. Joining me once again, the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? It's probably my favorite song, Brady. I can just see you driving around in the car with playing this all the time. I love that song. <laughs> I never saw what was so special about it, but it's okay. It has nothing to do with Christmas. It does make me laugh. It does make me laugh. Uh, <laughs> also joining us, the one and only maniac, Matt Grimm, who... Makes me laugh even more at times. What's going on, Matt? <laughs> uh, here we are. Another week. Another week. More wrestling. I will say that. It's another week. 
Another week. How far away do you think William Regal has run at this point? I mean, he's had a, what, five days, six day head start now. I mean, if he's really, if he's really moving, he's, he's probably getting close to San Diego heading for the border. <laughs> yeah. If he can get down to TJ, he might be safe. You know, there were, there were rumors earlier in the week. <laughs> there were rumors earlier in the week that he only signed a one-year deal and that he was going back to WWE. That's why they did it that way. But apparently, they got him for the long haul. So I, I, I love it when these dirt sheets make up things just to, uh, just to sound like they know what they're talking about. I would never do that, Cat. I would never do that, for the record. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. I I I'm excited about tonight. I am. I I don't know why I am, um, <laughs> but I am nonetheless. Uh, Survivor Series this past weekend traditionally just been such an awesome show. Uh, they did war games. Um, it just I don't know. It just Whenever WWE does war games, it doesn't feel like WWE to me. It's the weirdest thing. I, I guess it was just such a long-time NWA thing, you know? It just I, I just have a hard time with it. But, well, yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah. The two rings. I think that's what it is. The two rings always throw me off. Definitely doesn't feel like a, a traditional WWE match, but they have generally executed them well. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I, I, I can't complain about them. And I guess new traditions start all the time, right? You know, if Eric Bischoff wasn't in WWE, we wouldn't have had Hell in a Cell, in theory. Um, in theory, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so, yeah, so, uh, again, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to call in tonight. I, I don't really have any specific topics or anything kind of lined up. It's been kind of a quiet week. Uh, like I said, I think we'll we'll keep the phone lines open for a little while, and if nobody calls in, then we'll all be going to bed early, which is always good for me because I am always tired between the months of September and August. It just it wears me out. So, um, yeah, but it's okay. It, like I said, it, it'll be fun tonight. Uh Trying to think here. Trying to think. They're ordering new tag team titles, apparently. So they are going to keep the titles combined. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to keep Roman Reigns' title combined. I kind of think they should. Just because I think it makes for a better presentation when you only have one heavyweight champion. But history has taught me every time I've said that they separate the titles. So, I don't know. I agree. I don't think there need to be two world champions at all. Yeah. The only two belts, I mean. Yeah. The only time when I ever thought that they should have gone forward with the two belts was right when they bought WCW, and I thought WCW were going to have their own show. Because, like, to me, that's just like the master opportunity to just like go title for title at like your big pay-per-view like WrestleMania, you know? But if you're not doing yep. that every year, then what's the point? So. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it doesn't matter. And 
And I mean, we'll also think back to all those Survivor Series over the last few years where everything was just about, like, hitting the title holders from each show against each other. And yeah, you know, yeah. like it was just so if you're a kid playing a, like if you're a kid playing Sorry. a video game, okay, maybe that seems like a fun a fun idea, but in real life, in practice, when you do that, all you're doing is devaluing one of the belts at least, and yes, you're diminishing the other champion. Yeah, doesn't and really the worst part about the it's, whole. No, you're right. You're right. And the worst part about it, Matt, like as far as I was concerned, is after Survivor Series, even the losers still had their belts. So really, what did you accomplish other than to say that they're inferior? Right. Like, at least if they had combined right. the belts on Survivor Series, then, like, to me, that's a reason to have the match. Yeah. 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 But that never happened. I like. It's a, yeah. AJ Styles didn't lose his belt to Brock Lesnar, and Brian Dan, right. Brian Danielson didn't lose his belt to Brock Lesnar, and all it did, and that was at the start of Brian's reign as World Heavyweight Champion. He had just turned heel, so what did that do for him to immediately lose to Brock Lesnar and then still have to carry the? Who title? was another heel, by the way? Right. Right. Like like yep. heel versus yeah. heel booking, like good. Yeah. Now that that really. There were very few instances where that works, uh, and again, it's slotted, it's formulaic, it's like it's like how every year they had to have Hell in a Cell in October. So then what happened is every year, it didn't matter where people were in a feud, they were getting a Hell in a Cell match, because it's Hell in a Cell, and you have to do that. It just, I, I like to think that Triple H is smarter than that. I, I'm already starting to see small glimpses of it. Like canceling the December pay-per-view. Like after Survivor Series, there's not another pay-per-view until the Royal Rumble. I really like that. They canceled the New Year's like pay-per-view and they canceled whatever was in December. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. You don't need pay-per-views every six weeks, especially if you don't care about the ratings. Yeah. For them. Or the buy rates or whatever. I would God, argue you don't even need a pay-per-view between, between Royal Rumble and, and WrestleMania. No, you don't. You don't. And and historically, again, they've used that February pay-per-view to uh, establish a number one contender for the second main title. You know, because the Royal Rumble winner can only challenge one, supposedly. Um, but if the titles combined, you especially don't need it. Yep. And yeah. lets you stick elimination chamber somewhere else in the year where it might mean more, and not just be in the shadow of of the Royal Rumble and, and WrestleMania too. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, at the same time, uh, there's talk about like, for example, moving Money in the Bank to WrestleMania, which I think is a great idea. I I never understood why it was his own pay per view. The idea that it culminates, you have to cash in by next year's WrestleMania. That's what makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would honestly I, I, be I in favor like, of not even necessarily having one every year. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. Or maybe do like a men's one year and a women's another, like alternate them or something. I know. Again, that's yeah. formulaic, yeah. but it, it helps spread it out. Too much content. You know. I mean, I've been talking for how long now? Like just running at the mouth, but they still have. 
seven hours of main roster content every week. And that's not counting all the secondary stuff that they expect you to watch. It's just too much. I mean, which is crazy. It's it's too much. It's yeah. too much to ask of people, even people yep. who like wrestling, to commit to seven hours. And that's only if you're watching <laughs> WWE. If you watch AEW, too, it just went up to 10. Yeah. And if you're including their YouTube right. shows in there, it's probably getting closer to 12. I I got news for you. So you got all that. Uh, for me, for example, and now granted, I am more than most people, right? But every night of the week is something. I got Raw. I got NXT. I got Impact. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i sorry. I have uh, AEW. I have Impact. I have SmackDown. I have um, the, the uh, um, begins with an R. Whatever it is. Rampage. It's the second AEW show. Right, Rampage. Yeah. Right. It's too much. And there's New Japan in there, too. And and Women of Wrestling, don't forget that. And MLW, there's so much wrestling. And, like, I'm more compelled to, like, like I just found uh, Alabama Backyard Wrestling. And the show is amazing. It's it's a couple years old now. Um, amazing for all the wrong reasons, but amazing nonetheless. Like, I want to commit a half an hour every week to watch that. Do you think I've been they talking bring back Kaiju Big Battle? Oh, my God. Yeah, they're still around, I think. But they should have a TV deal. No question. Honestly, I'd be all right if they replaced New Japan. I know that's like sacrilege, and people would want to kill me for saying <laughs> that. But um, if just, I want to watch one New hour Japan... Show, a one-hour show a week. Right. God, give me a half an hour, even. Like, just a half an hour. Yeah. Honestly, most of these shows would be perfectly formatted at, at 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Yep. Most yeah. of them would. And then they wouldn't need these big bloated rosters either. Yeah, I remember, like, I can remember for years just, just batting the drum, you know, just banging the drum about Raw should be an hour and a half, NXT should be an hour, SmackDown should be an hour and a half. That cuts you down to four hours a week. Dynamite should be an hour. Impact, uh, my God, Impact is only two hours. It feels like seven hours just by itself. And that's with five-minute commercials. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I I wasn't going to complain. But, yeah, it's just – it's too much. Um, I like the Triple H is lessening the number of pay-per-views – I like that he's not forcing theme pay-per-views at a certain time of the year down our throat. Uh, I do miss TLC. They didn't do it last year. But so you have a TLC match on another show. It's okay to do TLC at SummerSlam. You you don't need to have a whole show full of it where everybody's got to have a table, ladder, or a chair. Yeah. Yeah, it's just – it became the gimmick – the forced gimmicks became too much. I mean, and how many, like, going back to your point about Hell in the Cell, over the last yeah. 10 years, how many of those Hell in the Cell matches have had even, like, one-tenth of the heat that Undertaker and Mankind or Undertaker and Shawn Michaels had in their Hell in the Cell matches? Yeah. Yeah. The last one I can remember caring about, I think it was, like, Triple H and Jericho. And he like he he pedigreed him on top of the cage. 
That's like the last, and that was, God, that was probably that 20, was 20 years ago. ago. Almost 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's it. they're not they're not memorable. Let me ask you, you guys. You know, say what you will. What's that, Kathy? Let me ask you guys. If you happen to watch, now I know you guys usually tape it and watch it afterwards. Did any of you watch the Teddy Hart show? It is on know. my queue. Matt, did you watch it? <laughs> no, I have not. I have heard so many, and and I mean this Teddy Hart character. I've dealt with him in the past. He is definitely a character. Uh, it's on my queue to watch, Kathy. I hear that, um, like anybody that thought that WWE might have had a hand in producing it, like there's no way. It's basically like they trash him, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. He keeps bragging. He was the youngest man, the youngest guy to be signed by WWE. Uh huh. And he was the fastest one out. Didn't he also lie about his age? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. If when you watch it, you're going to be. He's he's out there. Oh my God! I went to a dynamite. And he showed up in gimmick and sat in the crowd. Like, he showed up in his ring gear. And yeah. he sat in the crowd. Like, he bought a ticket. And he sat in the crowd. Wearing his tights and his... And his did he have, sleeveless did he have jacket and his him? hoodie. He had the cat with him? He didn't have the cat at the show, no. I can assume he left the cat in the car. He... It's, it's just... There's a young lady that was involved with him. Yeah. She's been missing for five years. <laughs> oh my! I shouldn't even laugh at that. Oh. What do you mean oh. she's missing? Are she's the police involved? Been, yes, the police have been involved. Everything. She's missing. Okay. She's probably in his and, basement. And he, I mean, very nasty. Um, there was a guy that went to train at his school, the Teddy Hart School. Yeah. $2,500 a month he was paying. Wow. Three months he never got nine. <laughs> That's daycare prices. Yeah. <laughs> Is it safe to say he's crazier than Natalia? Oh, he, he's out there. Is it safe to say, and I'll and I'll do respect to Bret Hart, but is it safe to say that he's the craziest Hart? <clears throat> oh yeah, he's, he's gone. Because okay. I know Bret's pretty crazy, but not like that. No, I um. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm teasing you. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> one, <laughs> one, when he first came in the ring of honor, that they'll show a clip of it. Yeah. Uh, they're saying, hey, Teddy Hart was doing all these flips off the top of the cage. It wasn't Teddy. Right. It was Jack Evans. <laughs> right. I had to pick Teddy up at the airport. <clears throat> I pick him up. I mean, at the hotel. 
me and like me, Colton, whoever else went downstairs. Boom boom. Twenty minutes, 20 minutes I called. I said, dude, where are you? From my boots. I said, Cap is your damn room. He came down <clears throat> higher than a kite, gets in the car, and goes to sit in the front seat. And I go, what are you doing? <clears throat> oh, I figure we can uh, watch DVDs as you're driving. I was like, I'm going to be doing 60 on the turnpike. Get out of the front seat. <laughs> that was the night when all the guys in Ring of Honor were going to kill me. That's funny. Lock and DeVito gets him out of the lock to dressing him. Did he have his boots at least? Yeah, they were stunk high heaven of pop, but still, you know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to see that. It's on Peacock, right? I think it was Peacock. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. also on USA last night. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, but right would they run it after Raw? Uh huh. Now, why is he getting so much attention? He didn't sign anywhere. He really <laughs> hasn't done much of anything. Promoter, he owes money to or something. <clears throat> okay. And, and somehow they got this this guy who's done documentaries. <clears throat> yeah. It's um, not Mike Tartaglia. Because <laughs> I could see him doing that, but he doesn't have the resources. No, done or quite frankly, the know-how. Yeah. Not them pages, okay. <laughs> but it's just—it's it, interesting. But it's like—it just proves that he's a nut job. Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of, well, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I've, I've seen it firsthand. I, I understand. Yeah. I am, of course, like when I say bad things, I am only teasing, of course. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I've, I've seen some pretty nutty stuff. Uh, now, speaking of um, documentaries, are, are we yeah. allowed to talk about the project that you were called about? <laughs> Okay, so I didn't think – okay, so so Kathy kind of let us know in the chat last week that, like, they're doing a, a dark side of the ring on Sherry. Am I correct about yep. that? Yeah. Okay, what was dark about Sherry? <laughs> well, like, I thought everybody loved and missed her. I know, everybody loved it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's basically how she passed. <clears throat> okay. Um, her son sent me a message. Um, her son is actually um, battling cancer, very bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and he sent me a message, and he said, um, "Dark side of the ring wants to talk to you." And I was like, "Yeah." Okay. So he gave him my number, and Thanksgiving Day, the guy called me from Vice TV, Dr. Sutherland, uh, Nick. Wow. Because my phone rang, and it said, 
Montreal, Quebec, and I'm like, who the heck do I know in Montreal? Oh, God, it's Jacques Rougeau. Hang up. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, Jacques. I'm just kidding. You don't well, tag like me too Jacques. much at all. I yeah. know, right. But anyhow. Ray's awesome. And yeah. I, yeah, there's Jacques. Yeah. So I talked to him, and he, yeah, went over different things, and um, he wants to do, like, you know, he asked me some questions, like, um, with, you know, like, depression or, you know, being on the road so much. I said, yeah. I said, there times that I know she was lonely because I get the phone calls, you know. Yeah. But I think they really want to do it concerning um, her death because it is still under suspicion. Um. And, you know, how she was on the road and, you know, hanging out and everything. So, <laughs> he'd ask me, I'd send him some pictures of me and her. Yeah. And, Are you going to do it? Yep. <clears throat> they're gonna cool. Be coming, awesome. They're gonna be here in That's awesome. December that or January. Awesome. <laughs> God, so, Matt, almost yeah. everybody on the show has been on TV now except for me. <laughs> I knew <laughs> And they asked, and they asked if they could yeah. talk to um, if he wanted me to get in touch with Stevie Ray and Shane. Okay. Stevie's like, yeah, no problem. Booker, of course, can't do it because of being the WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty so, strict uh, about that. Yeah. So I gave him Stevie's number, and when I see Shane in a couple of weeks, he'll get the number. And yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I said to the guy, I said, just give me a favor, give me a couple of days notice. He goes, oh, sure, no problem. Uh, is there a problem, like, with work or something? I said, no, dude, i got to get my hair done and my makeup, you know, seriously. Ah. And he was like, I got you. Oh, no. Because we have a makeup artist. I'm like, you're on, let's go. <clears throat> cool. So, now, yeah, that that that's awesome. I, um... I'll tell you what, when you said that, the um, the fact that you were going to consider doing it, well, the fact that they asked you, that was the third most surprising thing to me. The second most surprising is that they were going to do a show on Sherry uh, just because it's dark side of the – and the third the – third, the, actually, the biggest surprise to me was that dark side of the ring is even coming back because I thought they were done. I did too. Yeah. Like they're doing that territory show, which is great, but it's a lot more uplifting. It's not so much digging dirt on people. <laughs> you know, the way the guy said, because I said to the guy, I said, um, I said, you have to understand, <clears throat> you know, people want to say stuff about the Sherry, with the guys she's worked, she worked with, like uh, Sean right. and Ted and I said, do you understand? <clears throat> Every time she went to work with one of the guys, she called their wives and said, you understand that this is just a total working relationship. Right. There's nothing going on. I work with them. And she made that very clear up front with every single person she worked with. 
Doug, can you imagine the conversation between her and Miss Elizabeth? <laughs> oh, man. Because <laughs> Liz wasn't allowed to do anything, and now he's doing this? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that that that's awesome. I'm I'm really happy for you. That's exciting. Um, I I I'm going to tentatively say that the OC Nation will not be letting you go as a result of uh, what's brought up during this show. Um, I'll have to get you a VOC Nation T-shirt to wear, though. I'm just thinking that sort of. Or better call Kathy, you know. <laughs> better call Kathy. Yeah, that, that'd be awesome. That's cool. But that's really exciting, Kathy. I'm really happy for you, and um, it, it's a great way to uh, pay tribute to your friend. So, oh, like Matt, I don't know if you knew this. Real quick, Matt, I don't know if you knew this, but when Sherry went in the Hall of Fame, she actually mentioned Kathy during the speech. I did not know that, but that is very cool. <laughs> it's very cool. Sorry, Kathy. And the funniest thing was after the thing when we were on the bus going back to the hotel, Punk walked down and went, yeah. stopped at Hall of Fame. <laughs> of course, Punk was with Maria Canales that night, but anyhow. Uh... <laughs> yeah. He is in the Hall of Fame for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a two-person hall. Probably more than that, but they're just the two that I know about. But I do want to do a plug for <clears throat> Standalone Wrestling for Saturday night. Okay. Out in Tom's River. Yeah. It is a benefit for... Um, First responders, uh, they're having a fan fest beforehand. Okay. And they're having a what beforehand? A fan fest. Oh, okay. I thought you said a dance. Okay. Fan fest. Fan fest. Yeah. Um, and during the afternoon, mm-hmm. they're actually having tryouts. And really? there's going to be a lot of people there. Anthony okay. Green, um, Kevin Kelly's going to be there for Japan, Anthony Green nice. for Japan, um, Danny McDevitt from um, Maryland, all kinds of different people are going to be there to check out now. Awesome. Um, Do me a favor, tell Anthony Green I said hi. Oh, I will. Um, we were it's negotiating to get him on, but he was in Japan. Well, he's back in the States now. It's awesome. Yeah, he is. I'll have to reach out to him. Uh, I was go- I he's still on Facebook, but he changed his name. So I always have a hard <laughs> time finding him. I actually reached out to Donnie B to come okay. on tonight, but he's working, so he, couldn't, so he said I could plug it. Um, okay. It's one of the only times going to be in an independent show. Oh, you mentioned this. Yeah. Okay. Things there. Yeah. Law and um, slaughter. Okay. It's um, one of the matches. Now, if you're talking about a... 
Sorry, sorry. Okay. It was stupid. No, go ahead. <laughs> what? I was going to say, if you're talking about him in the future, he would be Wilston. Oh. In in the present, he's Sting. In the future, he's Will Sting. In the past, oh my he's gosh. Sting. Oh, stop. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> we'll have stung. Um, Cowboys fan, right? And Donnie's the uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun night. <laughs> I know this ticket room is sold out, but it's going to be a good time. That sounds great. And and this is standalone wrestling. Standalone wrestling is going to be in Tom's River, New Jersey. Okay. And tickets and information. Okay. Standalonewrestling.com. They don't have the website. Oh, is it? Okay. It didn't show up. Oh, it didn't? Uh, no. Standalone Wrestling is a news <laughs> site. But if you go to Facebook, they have a Standalone Wrestling page. So I guess that's where you go. So, good to know. That's great. That's great. Do you need a commentator? I can't go anyway. I'm only kidding. Sort of. <laughs> I'm not fishing for bookings. I'm just playing. Sort of. But in the future, if they ever need a, just saying, you know. No problem. <laughs> I'll pretend to be a Giants fan. I don't care. Then I won't. I won't be able to talk to you. <laughs> uh, by the way, I was at the Monday night game. It was incredible with the Eagles and Packers. The uh, we were up in like what you used to call the seven hundred level, so it was a little seedy. Um, I've seen some nasty things happen to some Packers fans. <laughs> some of them probably deserved it and others didn't. Uh, but the really nice thing was once the game became clear that the Eagles were probably going to win, um, everybody got kind of quiet and just enjoyed it, which was nice. Like the entire fourth quarter was just like, uh, you wouldn't have even known you were with all the schleps. It was really nice. So. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And I got to wear my Eagles Ray Mysterio mask, which is really nice. I Big fan that. of that. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I got it at a, uh, like, there's a, we went to, like, some, oh, you know where it was? It was the Italian Festival in South Philly. Um, they had, like, a, a stand where he was just selling all these different lucha masks. 
and he had pretty much all the teams in the NFL. I got an Eagles one and a Chargers one, and I wanted a Chiefs one too, but he was out of Chiefs because Eagles and Chiefs are my two teams. Pretty cool though. Yeah, that was a cool game. I did like that. <laughs> Would you believe that Kelly gets embarrassed when I wear it? I can't yeah, imagine yeah. why. Yeah, I don't know why either. I don't know why either. <laughs> I make a point to wear it a couple times a year, you know. But I, I thought, you know what, we're going to be on the top of the stadium. It was supposed to be pouring. I thought, at least this will keep me somewhat warm. And then it turned out it was like 60 degrees out. So the mask was actually a little hot. Uh, <laughs> and it didn't rain. Like, it stopped. So it was perfect. It really was. And yeah. But now Kelly doesn't... Kelly doesn't care for the mask as much. And it every time nice I buy night. one, she tells me, what's that? It was a nice night. It was a beautiful night. Yeah. It really was. Like I, I never expected when I bought a ticket for late November that it would be so nice. There there was no wind. Like I said, it was like 60 degrees. Um, yeah, no rain. Just great. Just, just, just incredible. Yeah. And every time I buy a luchador mask, Kelly tells me I have to throw another one out. But she doesn't know that I've just been putting them away. (laughs) (laughs) I have enough to run my own company, actually. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I have enough to have a battle royal. (laughs) Yeah. We could we could just film the whole thing. It could be a one-man show, and we could just edit it carefully <laughs> to make it look like you're yeah. tossing other people over the top rope. Yeah. We'll get, like, one of those wrestling buddies and throw a mask on him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> be perfect. Did I ever tell you about the time I was in Atlanta? And, like, we, we were at a convention, and I brought my... I had my the yellow mask that I that I w- used to wear all the time, and um, I decided just for like shits and giggles that I would get dressed up in a suit and wear the mask. So I'm just walking around the floor, and all these people are talking to me. I must have signed probably thirty autographs. I don't think people realized that I wasn't actually a wrestler. You know, I'm going up, I'm shaking hands with people. Bill After comes up to me and starts talking to me. He had no idea it was me. And, and the best part is I don't even speak Spanish. That was uh, that so, was something. Well, so what did you tell them your name was? El Mascara Maria. The mascara. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, we, what we were doing, this was early VOC Nation days when we were pretty much just like a show on the radio station in, out of um, Jersey. And... So it was me and Albert. Albert had a mask as well. So he dressed up real nice. So he followed me around. He was like my like assistant. And like I said, we we were talking with everybody. I, I People really did think that we were wrestlers just because we were dressed up. You know? It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to find that picture now. That was pretty good. <laughs> Let's see. Ah, there it is. I found it. 
I'm going to put it in the chat. So anyway, yeah, so it <laughs> bear with me, guys. It's not like it's a live show or anything. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Yeah, you know what you, uh, what you look like in that picture is like, have you ever seen Nacho Libre? Yes, I know. You look, you look like the one, in, like the guy in the suit who, like, he goes to like the club and the bar, like wearing the suit and the mask. That's that's who you look right. like in this in this profile pic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a total rip off of like Mil Mascaris, you know, which is basically <laughs> I was ripping off the movie and they were ripping off Mil Mascaris. So it was uh, it was perfect. Like I said, I must have signed thirty autographs. <laughs> I had like, we had like, I didn't even, we had like these roses, like they, I don't know, somebody had roses. It might have been Albert went out and got them, but like, you know, we walked past like the chambermaids who were all Spanish coming out of the room, and I pulled a rose out of my suit jacket and gave it to them as I kept walking. It was, <laughs> it was incredible. That's really wonderful. <laughs> it is delightful. We even walked around uh, Main Street in Maniunk one time, like four of us with masks, and had some fun at the different bars, but they wouldn't all let us in, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My crazy, my crazy time. We're going to bring on, <laughs> we're going to bring on Stro Maestro now, who's joining us, I think, from the road. What's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, great to be here with you guys. How you doing? Good, good, good. Good to talk to you. I was just telling them, well, we've been talking about a lot of different stuff, but I was just telling them about my my masquerades and my different Luchador masks. Oh, yeah. I said I have enough yeah. to run my own promotion. <laughs> right. <laughs> you should be like, you should be like some promoters and just put on a whole wrestling show with just put on different masks. Exactly. That's different what masks. I said we should do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if we if we film it just right, I can be everybody. Yeah. As as I'll Tom Brady. Like a stunt he was the ex master of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. I was on one indie show years ago where they did a battle royal. It was a it was a twenty person battle royal and it was only five guys. They just kept switching masks right. and coming back out. Switching out, right? You know, if the fans oh, only yeah. knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah, Matt. So I, I, I probably have about thirty, and Kelly probably knows about five of them. So. <laughs> Does she listen to the show? Uh, no, but if I talk too loud, sometimes she hears me. I think she's in bed, though. Yeah, no. Can you imagine if she listened to the show some of those years there? Man. They would have been lean years. All that Alexa stuff, all the drunken stuff. I I calmed down about Alexa once she became an honest woman, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Forget forget what I did, but but what she did. Probably for the best. Right. Right. Probably. Probably. Plus, I've moved on now, you know. I. Yeah, there's 20 year olds. I don't. I don't need that. You know. 
<laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so Stro, we, we actually have a TV star in our presence. Uh, Kathy's going to be on Dark Side of the Ring for Sherry. Oh, it's awesome. She's going to... She's going to talk some turkey. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I heard they were making one about uh, Chris Adams, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's awesome the show's coming back. I, I, I really didn't think it was. Right. The Tales of the Territories uh, series has been really, really pretty cool. It's been really good, but it's just so different, you know? Right. Yeah. I told Kathy we probably wouldn't be releasing her based on what comes out in that documentary. VOC Nation would probably still stand behind her. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's not about me. It's not about me. <laughs> I thought it was all tales from Kathy, the road. Kathy did not do anything on that plane ride. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy heard about the pulling ride, but anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, I'm sure forcing the male flight attendants to strip down, you know? Not always. Sure, did you see the, we were talking about it earlier, did you see the documentary on Teddy Hart on Peacock? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> you did he watch was, it. He's a wild, he, he's a wild man. He is nuts. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah. There's not just not enough TV for me to watch. I, I need more. You know, like right. right back. Feed me more. Feed me more. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait if they do a one on him. Can you imagine? Oh, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's gonna there. be a, that's gonna be a good one. <laughs> right. He he does use he does use the Ryback name, doesn't he? Like, was he he. He reminds me of, like, how the Ultimate Warrior used to be, like, when he left. And, mm -hmm. like, he was just so adamant that everything that WWE did was wrong, you know? And he mm. was, like, like bullish about it almost. And, like, Ryback is the same way. Like, he never has anything good to say. It's hilarious. Yeah. The difference is I don't think they're bringing in Ryback for the Hall of Fame anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, kind of got it. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't it be a rip? Wouldn't it be a rip if uh, AW brings him right back right after the old punk? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. By the way, I I, I don't know if you guys uh, so. I'm, I'm looking for it right here because it really was funny. So, nodq.com, right, the, the wrestling website, they, they uh -huh. do their year-end award. They do their year-end awards. Right. So, like, they ask fans to submit for catchphrase of the year, the best catchphrases of the year. And only one can win, right? Yeah. So, there's some good ones on there. There's, like, there's Acknowledge Me, Uzi. <laughs> Feed your head. Scissor me, daddy. I'm better yeah. than you. You know it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me talk to you. You know, all that kind of stuff, right? 
All the good stuff. Yeah. One of the fans submitted one. It says, I'm hurt, I'm old, and I'm effing tired, and I work with effing children. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I hope that one wins. It's incredible. Yeah. That just might win. <laughs> I'm hurt and I'm old and I'm effing tired and I work with effing children. Catchphrase of uh, Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like the way he told Tony Carr. He said, Hey, relax, Tony. I'm trying to run a business here. <laughs> right. right next. Can you yeah. imagine him saying that, like, in front of Vince McMahon, like, when he'd been in oh WWE? God. Like, say, like, oh oh my God. he would have said that in front of Vince McMahon. He would have fired oh him right there. Goodness. He would have fired yeah. him on the spot. Oh, yes, he wow. would have. He would have. <laughs> How about oh, how about how like um the Bucks and like Kenny Omega uh at the pay per view and then again on Wednesday just like making fun of punk with all oh, the different man. Stuff, you know? That was hilarious. Oh my god. Like Kenny Omega started biting Pac <laughs> like it was for Pac. <laughs> like he's fighting him. <laughs> <laughs> he does the, he picks up he picks up the guy and he does the GTS and the guy kicks out at one. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, is it Matt oh Jackson went for the buckshot lariat and landed on his on his ass? Yeah, that right. was great right. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You just oh, him, like, geez. tapping his wrist and holding it up to his ear. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, Sam Punk's it's not coming back. It's time, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then Sam and Punk's like, not coming back. strange because yeah. it, it was, like, within, like, earlier within that day, like, within 24 hours before that, like, Kenny said in an interview, like, you know, he just kind of asked people to just kind of, like, <laughs> let it go and that, like, you know, we're not going to give any more right. details or anything. And, you know, because there's – I mean, I'm sure there's, like, there's legal things going on that they can't talk about. I'm and sure. Like, yeah. Within 24 hours, he's either in the ring just openly <laughs> mocking punk in Chicago. Right. It was – it, 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 it was – Wonderful. <laughs> and then they did their like their video. The Bucks did like their video show talking about like how much Chicago still loves CM Punk. Meanwhile, they're playing the FCM Punk chant from Chicago. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. That was really funny. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Yeah, that that was that was good. I I I I don't think I've laughed that hard at an AEW match in a long time. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So. <laughs> anything else? We're up against a commercial break already. This hour's flown by. By the way. I've uh, I've really enjoyed this. I guess we're good. Uh, 
yeah, so we'll take a commercial here, and on the other side, we'll uh, we'll open up the phone lines. I see we got Rat Boy waiting, and uh, looks like another number I don't recognize there. We'll get to you guys on the other side at 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is the Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday... 9 p.m. Eastern. Just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it will take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Richard Steamboat, Sting, Nick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. 
uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. And once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it the Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. The rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by tenor or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Listen to that all day, Kathy. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, in the room, 914-338-1885. Be sure to check this out. Just a reminder, guys, we're just, well, we're four weeks away from the In the Room Drunken episode. Uh, it is Tuesday, December 27th, so it's going to come up fast. Don't forget to get your alcohol stocked up. I know I will. I'll have to hide it from Kelly. It'll be like prohibition in this uh studio here but we'll, we'll we'll figure out a way we'll, we'll get it done it's going to be a good time 914-338-1885 and uh yeah it's god i can't believe it's christmas already i can't believe it's a uh, holiday time just an exciting time of the year and and the energy has been there we've been having some fun tonight for sure kathy you were talking about the new m night Shyamalan movie we're going to get to that in a second because I just saw a trailer for it. It looks amazing. Before we jump in with that, though, Cheryl, what do you got going on this week, man? I know it's your big return to WCW Retro. No, not this. You there? Hello? Stro. Hey, you there? Yes. 
that. Yes, I'm, okay. oh, I'm here. So, uh, oh, yeah, okay. What do you? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what do you got going on, man? Oh, uh, well, this Thursday, WCW Retro uh, at 19 Music Center Time for International.com, we'll be discussing the, the world-class championship wrestling, uh, Texas wrestling legends. And so, uh, so I got it going on. And then Saturday, I got a benefit event at um, Bluefield, West Virginia for Premier Wrestling League in Atlantic. They're do, doing a show, a benefit show for me. Um, Saturday, it's at 7 p.m. at the uh, Skate Shack, Green Valley Skate and Rink in Bluefield, uh, West Virginia. So if you guys in Eric, uh, come on out and uh, show your support. Be much appreciated. But uh, yeah, thank. Yeah, it's. Looking forward to it. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> the events are going to be coming up fast and furious. Kathy, you have uh, standalone wrestling. That's this Saturday, right? Yep, this Saturday in Tom's River, New Jersey. In Tom's River, New Jersey. Just look up standalone wrestling on Facebook. Uh, Stro Sting will be there, or or Will Sting will be there. Oh, cool! Yeah, right on. You know, you know how much Sting loves doing the indies. Yeah, quite a bit, right? <laughs> yeah, I was telling Kathy earlier. He's named he's named Will Stung because or Will Sting because it doesn't happen until Will- Saturday. Ah, oh. Sting is in the present. Yeah, he's Will Sting. Will Sting. Yeah, and if it happened yesterday, he was did sting. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Will have stung. He's, he's putting way, much, way too much. Way too much. I'll diagram that later. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Kathy, you were telling me about this. So, Batista's in it. Um, I finally saw a trailer, and it takes place not far from where we live, in Medford, New Jersey. Well, I don't know if it takes place there, but that's where it was filmed. Um, it's this creepy cabin in the woods, and all you see is this very large man kind of walking through the woods. And it's Batista, is the big man. It looks creepy yeah. as hell. Mm. And Kathy knows where the Kathy knows where the cottage is. Oh, yeah, they, they did so she's going to take at- us there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they did nice. something the uh it was the ever, evergreen scary uh-huh. and then they they changed Somebody's the getting excited. <laughs> oh yeah. Got a good audience yeah. here. <laughs> they put a different name <laughs> up. <laughs> and then okay. the other place is over in um Mepford. And when they showed right. the picture of Big Rock Cabin, I was like, I know where that's at. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. It looks like a scary movie. Uh, my my thing mm-hmm. is like, M. Night Shyamalan, I think, and I think his swerves are the best. Like, his movies are just great. Uh, but I hate it when he does the swerve halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to spoil anything. Like, Like, if anybody saw The Village, they would know what I'm talking about. Like, they basically give away the secret halfway through the movie, and then the second half of the movie right. is not scary anymore because you know what's going on. You know, I like right. a movie where the swerve comes at the end, so you think the whole time one thing's going on, 
and then you get to the end and you find out the whole thing is wrong, and it even makes you want to rewatch it. Right. Kind of like the sixth sense of Bruce Willis. Kind of, yeah. Although I guess that. I, I watched it with my right. sister who had already seen it. And I, mm-hmm. I think enough people have seen that. I, I think it's safe to say. So, like, you know, I'm watching it, and, like, he's at the, you know, the, the – I forget where he was. And I turned to my sister, and I said, he's dead, isn't he? And she said, do you want me to <laughs> tell you? And, like, when she said that, I knew right away I had guessed it, you know? But Right. Yeah. But that was a, that was an amazing – that that was an amazing movie. Uh, most of his movies are just great. The one um, with the alien signs, like, that was filmed 20 minutes from my parents' house in the cornfields in Newtown. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 He has good stuff. So I, I'm excited to see this one. Um, and Kathy, it's totally believable to think that Batista would be roaming around in the Pine Barrens somewhere. <laughs> like, to me, that just looks like, hey, I'm in New Jersey, you know? I'm driving along Route 70 or something. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's what it looked like. <laughs> but it was creepy. Yeah, it looked good. So, um, definitely. I, do you remember what it was called? Uh, it's about the end of the world. I know that. No, it's Knock on Cabin Door. Yes. Yeah, Knock on Cabin Door. That should be cool. Hey, speaking of knocking on the cabin door, Kathy... I think we have a knock right now. Hold on, let me get it. Hey, it's Rat Boy. What's going on, Rat Boy? <laughs> Nothing much, but I want to say, Kaki, I know you're going. Can you please tell the SATs, Donnie B, and Nova? I said hi and tell them I'm still living and I'm living good and healthy. I'll tell them. You don't want them to lie to you. don't want her to lie. I know, you know, you know, to me, I'm, I'm the neat, you know, all these uh, super potato pies that we got here today. Somebody That's delivered. Awesome. I think I'm like a truck full of sweet potato pies here. Okay. Now, how was your Thanksgiving, Rat Boy? I didn't even ask Kathy how her Thanksgiving was, but I'm asking Rat Boy. How was your Thanksgiving, Rat Boy? It was tremendous. At the Golden Corral, all you could Amanda. eat. I loved it. That and sounds that, great. You went to the park casino. I would casino. love the Golden Corral for Thanksgiving. Did you did you do you the Golden Corral on Street Road? Yeah. Ah, oh, that's my place. Yeah. You guys remember you last street? year somebody they, all all the customers were throwing chairs. There was a riot in there. That's where that was. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. I love the Golden Corral. I would do that for Thanksgiving. Kathy, how was your Thanksgiving? I didn't mean to be rude. It was good. It was very quiet, just me and my uncle. But it was a fun time. It was good. I cooked a lot. Now you guys, you guys didn't go to Golden Corral, I assume. No, I cooked at home. Okay, so that's nice. That's nice. Stro, how was yours? I forgot to ask Matt. 
Oh, it's really good. I had like two separate dinners, and uh, oh, both of them are pretty amazing. So, uh, I would love yeah, to have dinners. Oh, yeah, that first dinner I went to, the spread was amazing. Oh, my God. So good. Uh, that's awesome. Very good. Very cool. All right, Rat Boy, proceed. All right, then, then after that, you went to uh, the park casino for a little bit. Yeah. And after that, on the way home, we stopped at the Wild Wild and got some gobblers. Gobblers. Okay. Like the sandwich. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were good. Pretty good. Didn't yeah, you have turkey good. at the Golden Corral, though? Yeah, I had a little bit of everything. Yeah, did you eat the pizza? No, that's one thing I didn't touch. I ate I everything like else up for the... there. Yeah, yeah too, much, um, too much tomato sauce on them. I said, forget it, you know? Oh, okay. All right. Did you do the chocolate because... fountain? You're making me hungry. Yes, I did. You did? Yes, hmm. I did. Now, what did you put in the chocolate fountain? Anything weird? You put, like, a potato in the chocolate fountain or something? That's what Kenny Bowen does. Uh, no, no, I I uh I, I tried to experiment on mashed potatoes with the chocolate on top. Oh man, that was good. Mashed potatoes and and the, and the chocolate syrup. Mashed potato, mashed potato. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds yep. good. And, and and I want to I want to say one thing, okay? I am a celebrity on Fox Network. I was on Fox Network a couple of years ago. Oh yeah? Did I yeah, know you when they uh, I don't remember that. Well, it is, when the seven eleven hit the the um the Powerball number. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. I, I was there. You were the crowd. <laughs> I, I was there talking to a lady, and she asked me if yeah. I had it, and she was a, a newscaster. I said, I don't got it. I don't got it. Her name was Helen Young. Hmm. On Fox Helen Network, Young. I was talking to her, and she had me on, on, on a news. Related to Carl Young, yeah. And, and there's one thing you, you forgot to mention when you were wearing that mask, Brady. Yeah. It's not up no more. We, we filmed we a mini movie up. where I chased Rat Boy into the woods. Yes, and, and it was on, uh, on YouTube, but somebody took it down. They took it down? Bruce probably yeah, took it down. It's not there. It's not there no more. It's really? Because it doesn't rock boy, but you chasing me. But Bruce probably took it down. Well, I told Bruce to put it back up. Uh, okay. I'm sad to see oh, that because that was like that chronicled our trip to uh, Atlanta. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. I missed that video. You know, I'm trying to find it because people want to see it. I said, I can't find it. But they told, yeah, they told me that, that, nope, it's not there no more. That's weird. I know. But He's I got, got all the drunken stuff list. from the bar. Oh, is that up there? No, all our stuff from like Jolly's when we used to go years ago. That's I know, all we there. Got, we do, I know we, we got to do this one more time, all of us. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. 
No, it's getting into Survivor Series. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think it was pretty good. Now, yeah, now, I mean, I now like I can, it. Yeah, well, Monday night came on and started watching it last night. You know, okay. They talked to Bianca, Belair. All of a sudden, it looked like Alexis Bliss might be turned back to her old ways. I know, and I, I hate it. Because I noticed that really I want her to be like, I want her to be like 2017 Alexa Bliss, not like... Haunted doll. Yeah. Mm-mm. Not a fan. She might be our phrase back, you know. Oh, Louie's back. Let me let me uh, betray Louie now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And and with uh Becky Lynch, okay. Let me see. Mm-hmm. The Royal Rumble's coming up. That's the next pay pay event that we're having. You know, on Peacock. You know. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. seems like it seems like she's going to get two other people going to help her out. Yeah. And it's going to be Naomi and, and Sasha Banks. Okay. And, and you're going you to really see them to wrestle. I think going to have that WrestleMania. That. that might happen. That's, That's a long time to wait. I was thinking the Rumble. I know. I know. That would be something, you know what yeah. I'm saying? If she wins it, yeah. go ahead, you know, all of a sudden, who's she going to face? You never know. But but she's going to have difficult time with uh, Damage Patrol. You know, that might happen, you know, at the Royal Rumble 2, you know, with Sasha mm-hmm. and Naomi, mm-hmm. they, they come and appear right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, guess we'll see what happens. I think at the Royal Rumble, the last six people going to be in that ring is Sasha Banks, Naomi, and Becky Lynch okay. versus Diamond Control. And then who's going to win it? Becky Lynch. See, I think Rhea Ripley's going to win it. Nah. She's too scary. I think Rhea Ripley's going to win it. And I think she's too scary. I think she's going to win it, and I think she's going to be the one that ultimately beats Bianca. And, and I was thinking when you was talking to Kathy earlier, mm-hmm. the, the documentary that she's going to be on and all, would you, let's, let's do a documentary on Kathy. Just follow her around at one of these conventions. Well, it would be pretty amazing. You know, talk to all these wrestlers yeah. and all. That would be sure. cool, pretty sure. cool and put it on YouTube. Yeah. We could tap Kathy's phone. Yeah, and, and, and another thing is that <laughs> there's other people going to be there. Like Tommy Dreamer, the Blue Mean, Charlie Shriver, the King, Laura. You know, Silver is going to be there. Ted Sullivan, Andrew Anderson. They're all going to be at the Royal Rumble? No, they're going to be at, um, at the, um, oh, the Standing Alone Restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I got it. 
It's going to be a 1245-old freehold road in Towns River, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And that's not that far Rapport, from my sister's house. Rapport, did you see my uh, eagle's mask? No. You didn't see did, it? Did you check, did you check out my show? I'll, I'll tag you yeah. What? Did, did you uh, see the big skeleton head that I got? No, I didn't. <laughs> well, go to my Facebook and look at it. And his name is no other than Finnegan. I named him. No other than Finnegan. It's a skull. Yeah. I did see that. Why are you naming yeah. that John Finnegan? Because it looks like Finnegan. He's got a bald head, right? Yeah, he doesn't look like a name That's the first name that came in my head. Finnegan. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, anything else, Ratboy? I think that's it. You all have a good good weekend and a good, and a good rest of the week. I'll be catching everybody right here next Tuesday for some right rumors coming up. Sweet. And I tagged you on Facebook so you could see the mask. All right, let me see. I tagged you in a comment. Take care, brother. All right, you too. Love you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He cracks me up. Golden Corral on Thanksgiving. (laughs) It sounds like it would be awful, but I think I would really like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, here we go. So uh, we're going to go down to Virginia. We haven't talked to Steve in a little while, but he's calling. And what's going on, Steve? How how you doing, homie? Uh, just listening in. Uh, got a question for Stro. Uh Favorite wrestling takedown? Single leg, double leg, low uh, leg, or uh, uh, rear go behind? Body uh, usually, I like the rear go well, behind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, the, the double leg was probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. The double leg and the, uh, the single leg. Mm-hmm. Now, is a Russian leg sweep considered a, 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 a takedown? It should be. Probably, but that's more in pro. Well, yeah. The pros are the ones that are doing it right, you know? Sure. <laughs> Great to talk to you, Steve. Hey, Stro, you How see you uh, Charlie Dempsey? You see, or both of you, do you see uh, Charlie Dempsey on uh, NXT? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Steve's kid, right? Steve Regal's kid, right? William Regal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks just like him. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, can't wait to see more of him, how he does down there. It was uh, interesting. He mentioned Billy Robinson and Carl Gotch. I trained with one of the, uh, Billy's students recently. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is cool. 
Yeah. Take out the field some of it. Makes him more. Can't wait to see more of what he does. Same. Yep. Cool beans. Good stuff. Cool beans. Steve, Steve, what did you think about the Elite with uh, the CM Punk stuff this week? Uh, I didn't even notice it until after. And, uh, I noticed it go to sleep, but I didn't notice the arm biting, but... I think it you didn't was, notice it was good heat. I was laying my ass off. Yeah. It was good heat for the uh, Chicago crowd, so. The nicer seat, yeah. I guess. Very nice. Yeah, they got they got more basses too with the best seven, I think. Yeah. Things. And I heard the last match in California, so. I'm thinking they might win that one, and then um, uh, I like I like that triangle. They're playing off the hammer stuff with back, and then uh, I thought it was interesting that they used Kansas on their comeback and carry on. Yeah, <laughs> definitely different. Steve, how's the cat's wrestling training going now your way? Yeah, it was just a, a camp in Charlotte and uh two oh, days. Okay. Yeah, it was it was intense, but I'm glad I went to it. So Quite you're cool. you're you're uh, studying to be a shooter? Uh yes. And uh it it's like those camps there's very select few of the year, and I think the one that might try is Orlando next year if they have a date for it. Okay. Um, uh, there's videos that you can buy off of Fanatics and watch those, so that way you don't have to. Because it's hard to find camps like that. You can go to Jiu-Jitsu and kind of have uh, similar stuff, but it's not the same. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just depends okay. on the Very cool. school you go to. Now I know why you would frown on the Russian leg sweep for a takedown. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I do still think it would be a great one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Anything else, Steve? Uh, sure. What do you think about this Regal MJF story? Like, I'm wondering if Regal's contract is up, and, and maybe that's why they're splitting up Blackpool. Or I also like how when MJF at the press conference, he he mentioned that the fans had sympathy for the devil, and I thought that was kind of cool playing off the theme that he came out to the previous interview. Uh, do you think Brian's going to turn? Um, it's, it's, uh, as Moxley, he seems to be like, I, I wonder if this group is disbanded because it's going to screw over Willie Yuta. Uh, I think that was like the best thing going for him, but I wonder if they stay a group or, or not, or if they're a villain group, because that was one of the Did best they, things I think going for Claudia, too. Yeah. 
Did they say Regal's contract wasn't up until like the spring of next year or something like that? Yeah, that's my. Well, I, I'm not sure, but I've heard early next year, so I'm wondering if that's uh-huh. why they set this up and maybe they're splitting the it group on that too. It would be a shame because they had such a good thing going with it, the Blackpool Combat Club, you know. So uh, I think if if Jamie Hayter wasn't with Britt, I think she would have been a fit, a good fit, or uh, Serena Deeb as well. Oh yeah. I was kind of looking forward to more of a regal MJF collab at an MJF champ, you know. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Like, I guess when MJ comes back and his filming. Right, he's supposed to have an interview this uh, tomorrow night actually on Dynamite. So, I guess that we'll oh, see okay. where that leads. Interesting. But hopefully, I mean, hopefully we might get a MJF regal collab. I mean, it. I mean. That would be a great story. Be pretty cool. Regal. Yeah. Yeah, with Regal being MJF's corner, yeah. It'll, it'll legitimize MJF and Regal's a good villain, so it's it'll be neat to see what they do. Even though the crowd's been behind MJF, it, it'll be interesting to see how they work together. And they got uh, Brian Danielson taking on uh, Dax with FTR tomorrow night, too. That should be pretty good. Oh, I didn't see the rookie Steamboat match, but I heard he was really good. Yeah, he looked great. Ricky did, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the match, bro? Parts. I, you know I, mean? I can't wait to check it out. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But Ricky looked great, yeah. And uh, Nick Aldis was a good guy to hang in there with the six-man, too, with uh, Jay and uh, Brock Anderson. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely a good pick. And then um, so you had like there was an interesting uh, weekend at WrestleCade. You had like Ricky Steamboat come out of retirement, and you had George South get cut with a pizza cutter by Nick Gage. So you got a little bit of everything. Oh god! No, oh that weekend. Oh, that's the that was with the WrestleCade, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rock and Roll Express and uh, the Briscoe Brothers was really good. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. It's an interesting contrast. Right. Yeah. But it was like, it was Rock and Roll Express's last match. They're doing the arena because they're doing this farewell tour. So. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Very cool. Because I, I had a friend of mine that, they, they weren't at the WrestleCade thing, but they were at the, uh, the, I guess, big-time rest of the bit with Ricky Steamboat. Mm-hmm. Oh, um... Sure, what's your favorite uh, Tales from the Territory so far? Because I haven't watched all of them, but uh, I'm kind of tempted to binge it. Uh, I know they did Texas, and I haven't seen that one yet, but I saw the uh, Hawaii uh Peter Chief, and they kind of, like, made up a story about Billy Robinson, but I was wondering what your thoughts on the Cosmo Territory show. Well, uh, I enjoyed the world-class territory, even though I was looking, I was wanting more, hear more from Kevin and um, Jimmy Garvin and a few others there. You know, David Manning kind of 
I don't know. He <laughs> overdid it, I thought. But <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, at Georgia Portland one too. Uh, uh, it was cool seeing Princess Victoria there. We've well, seen in the past at CHV in Vegas three times, and uh, it's good seeing her on that one. And uh, the one tonight for Jim Crocker Promotions was, was pretty cool too. Seeing Ricky Mort and uh, Baby Doll tell telling stories as well. So. I mean, so I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed so far all the pretty much tales of the territories. You know what I mean? It's, um, I hear they're going to do one, well, we were just talking about earlier, uh, they're doing one on Sherry Martell and they're doing one on um, Chris Adams with the dark side of the ring coming up. So. That's interesting. Um, I know Chris Adams will have sto- some interesting stories and then... Um, yeah, so we're excited Looking for the Sherry one because Kathy's going to be on it. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. got interviewed. Okay. Uh, she's going to be. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That'll be great. I hope it happens. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. So good stuff. Good stuff, man. Well, Steve. I I think uh, think we're gonna call it a night unless you got anything else. No. Take it home, baby. All right. Take care, brother. Stro. Uh, Stro, you have anything else before we get out of here? Oh well, just uh, always highlight the week right here in the room. Oh, it's always great to be here with you. I had so much fun hey, tonight. <laughs> it's been great. Oh, it's, just, it's been awesome. Yeah. And, and Good you know, WCW Wrestle Thursday night, talking about Texas Wrestle Legends here at dot com. Then I'm going to be at the benefit show. Blue uh, West Virginia, the Skate Jack, Green Valley, Skate Night, the Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you guys need to come on, get support. And, um, thanks a lot. Always, always great in the room. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for checking us out right here in the room. Uh, don't forget to visit the other great programs on VOCNation.com and your favorite podcast provider, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or uh, whatever. You know, we're on all of them, so be sure to check us out. VOC Nation, uh, live and on-demand content each and every day of the week. Uh, thank you to Kathy, Stroh, Matt, Derek. Uh, thank you to the callers, everybody, for, for checking us out and uh, everybody, be good to each other. Take care. Also, don't forget, like I said, December 27th, the drunken episode of In the Room coming up real fast. A little less than a month now, so it's going to be a good time. Make sure you drink along with us, or if you can, at least call in and partake in the fun. Uh, that's going to do it. Everybody, take care. Be good to each other. Love you all very much. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.